0: everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hello, everybody. This week's episode is a ranty one. It's a solo episode. You're going to notice there's more solo episodes in general around here. Um, a girl is busy and just booking guests, recording guests, all of it just takes a lot of work. Um, not to say there won't be guests. We definitely have them lined up. Um, but there's definitely some changes coming to the show, but this week's episode is definitely just me being annoyed and maybe venting and just needing to know that I'm not the only one who's just over all of it. So here we go. So maybe this is because I just turned 31 and I feel like I'm older and so much wiser now. Just kidding. Uh, Anyone who's worried about going into their 30s, I highly recommend being in my 30s way more fun than being in my 20s. Um, I remember being like real stressed out about it. But now I'm just like, "Mm, actually, I have even fewer Fs to give about the nonsense. The problem is a lot of those Fs I don't have to give are for the South Asian culture and the community. And so this is going to sound like I hate brown people because I just need to vent, okay? Spare me the judgment and let me let it out. You don't have to listen to this episode if it's going to make you mad. I'm sorry. But I don't know what it is, but I'm just done. I think, you know what it is? It's when I started this show, in my head, I didn't really have a plan for it. I didn't know how long it would go on, but I was kind of like, oh, well, like, this isn't going to go on forever in the sense that, like, at least the premise of, like, interracial relationships and all of this would just be a thing that would die with our parents' generation. A thing that really us as millennials and Gen Zs would have to, like, push through and then, everyone else can just get on with their lives and we can just go and be normal people. But instead, the older I get, the more I see younger people, people that are millennials and Gen Zs even, just like spewing the same bullshit but wrapped in a different package. And like a lot of the stuff everyone like complains about, like the worst parts of our culture, there's plenty of people still perpetuating it. And as you see more and more, like, South Asian media in, like, the Western realm, it just kind of throws in your face that, like, oh, actually, it kind of feels like nothing really changed. Like, yes, some things did, but there's still a lot of crap. And it's like, oh, you, you're you actually just the problem, and we're just continuing that? That's weird. Um And so even, you know what it is, with this podcast, it kind of keeps me in the South Asian space online, and even with people that, you know, I interact with because of the show. And I will say, generally, I mean, first of all, I love my guests. They are amazing, incredible, wonderful people, and I've never had to complain about any of them. But there's other, like, the online space, maybe that's what it is, where it's like, I don't want to be here. And I think it's because I'm older and I can s- just call it for what it is. You can also say it's a trauma response where I'm just hyper aware of everything all the time and I don't know how to turn that part of my brain off. But I, like, for example, let's get specific here, right? I see a lot of people online that will, especially on like these dating shows or when people talk about dating. And let's be clear, all these people talking are single as fuck. So I don't know why they give advice. But they will say like, oh, if you like date white people, you have internalized racism. And I'm like, first of all, the low effort thought it must take to turn everything that includes people of two different skin colors and just like call it racist as a blanket statement is like the most boring and unoriginal and least level or lowest level of critical thinking you have ever seen. But it's like, oh, so... A culture that has used shame and fear to control their people and bind them to toxic shit shed the whole what will people say and replaced it with, I'm just going to judge you with statements like that that don't make any sense, but also are extremely disrespectful and rude, but they're just like, that's the statement or like, I hate when brown people date people who aren't brown. And it's like, you're single, bro. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Don't give me advice about who we're dating or that like they can't possibly fathom that you could date someone who isn't brown and actually just be happy with them because they're kind and nice people and they love you and respect you and treat you as an equal. Like I know that's a foreign concept to a lot of brown people, especially if if they date only other brown people, but it's actually not that hard to grasp if you actually just like weren't an ignorant idiot sandwich. And it's like these are people who are younger than me, slightly older than me, like literally my generation, right? And I'm like, bruh, what? And like, it's just so broken. And I'm like, all you did was take the problem of what will people say as a way to control people and you changed it to I'm just gonna call you a racist. Like what? Ew. It's boring. It's unoriginal. And it's stupid. Honestly, like, if you If you are around brown people who say dumb things like that, don't even leave room at the table for them. Don't cut them out and shove them out the door. Honestly, like, ew, it was it's so aggravating every time I see it, every time I hear it. It's just like, so this is the best we came up with. We're just going to replace one problem with another version of the same problem. Got it. So like they're doing the same thing. And here's the thing. Just like our parents' generation who use, like, what will people say as a way to control everyone because really it benefited the person who said it, right? It, like, benefits you to say something like like that. It's the same thing. Like, being, like, oh, if you date someone who's not brown, you're internally racist towards brown people or you hate yourself, which, whatever, I don't hate myself. But it's the same thing. And it benefits you because you're single as shit. And that sucks, doesn't it, bro? Anyway, and it's like, it's not even guys too. It is guys very often, but it's also girls. And that's where you're like, oh, look, the toxic brown girl crap is also still here. We're still doing that. Okay. It's creepy. It's cringy and it's unnecessary. So I, th- and I you know, again, this podcast keeps me in the South Asian spaces. And I think I've reached a point where like, honestly, I don't want to be there. I really do. And you've heard so many of our guests here. If you've listened to any amount of guest related episodes here, a lot of them will start their story off with, I didn't really grow up with brown friends, or I didn't grow up in a space with a lot of brown people, or I actually don't have any brown friends right now. And there's a reason for that. Because when you have friends outside of your culture you're constantly like filtering things through different lenses like my friends are from all over the place they're from all over the world they speak lots of different languages and everyone has like a different perspective so when I need advice or when I need feedback I have so much outside in advice like they're on the outside right they're looking into some of the cultural nonsense and just giving kind of their idea of what their perspective is and their advice and then when you're in a room full of all brown people everyone just spewing the same bullshit and feeding into each other and no one's questioning it like a lot of people who stay in the south asian space like you know those kids who like they went to school with a bunch of brown people all of their friends are brown and they only date brown people and everyone around them is brown and if you were like oh like who do you spend your time with it's only other south asians like they just live in an echo chamber And so they just believe their own bullshit and no one questions it. And they'll say they do. They'll be like, yeah, you know, like things are really changing. Like, I don't think my parents would really care. Like if I dated someone who wasn't brown, I'm like, okay, that's cool. I don't, I, you don't have to tell me that, but they just don't question it. And for me, I think obviously a lot of it has to do with just (laughs) how I was raised and all of that, where I've always felt like an outsider in the South Asian community And my spidey senses are always going off when I'm in brown spaces where I'm like, I can't be here. I'm sorry if you hear my dog snoring, by the way. She's over here and out cold. But I'm always on the outside looking in instead of being in it, if that makes sense. And so it makes me like, I just have to call everything what it is. And maybe I just struggle with anything that's less than the truth. Like if it's not, I'd rather have an uncomfortable truth than like a placating or comfortable lie. Whereas I find a lot of South Asians are happy to live with the lie because they benefit from so much of our culture. And maybe maybe I'm jaded, I guess, from being a kid who really didn't benefit from anything in South Asian culture, let's be honest. And it just makes it really hard to be in those spaces. And for a while, like with the podcast and being in these spaces, I felt like, oh, like maybe this is a way where I can connect with the community and I can like find my place that is more niched down in a group of South Asians. Right. And I just don't think that's happened. And no, that's not true. It has happened because I'm friends with so many of my guests and so many of my listeners and you guys are all awesome. But a lot of you guys are just like me. (laughs) And Like this little online space I have with you guys is the level of South Asian that I interact with. And then in my real life and my everyday, I don't. And I think that's enough for me. I think there was a point where I was like, you know, I should, like, I don't know, have more brown friends or something. And I was like, nah, maybe. And I think it's because I'm older and I see that so much is not changing. And there's just so much bullshit. And there's so much of just the like, like, I don't know. I find the whole like, oh, like, I'm a child of immigrants story. And I'm like, you're a child of immigrants with zero student loans who became a doctor and whose parents have paid for your existence. And you've never had a real job until you became a doctor. Like, you're, stop playing the whole, like, I came, like, my parents came here with $5. Like, no, you didn't. Like, stop. And then, you know, it's like the really traumatic story of how they've like broken barriers or whatever crap it is. And I'm like, okay, I guess, whatever. And like, they're so happy like to feed into that story because it gets them attention. And I'm like, there are lots of South Asians who have not had those opportunities, who have been overlooked. There's so much abuse and narcissism and stuff in our culture that those people who love spewing that they love being brown will absolutely ignore all of it and look the other way because it doesn't benefit them. And then they'll like go off and like raise their kids to be like, you're going to be a doctor. <laughs> you're like, okay, way to, way to keep it up, bro. I don't know if I'm making a point with this episode. Truly, I am ranting. I don't even have like notes. I'm just annoyed. And You know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm annoyed. I think I'm just sad because I truly thought like, this stuff, most of it would have moved on. We would have, like, gotten past it. But instead, we just, again, and now it's just said differently. And I'm like, you know what? And it's disappointing because it's like, I, yeah, I don't think I want to be in that space anymore. And I don't think I feel bad about it. More than anything, as I get older and I start thinking about, like, having kids, and I'm like, and as someone who has, like, truly, like, dealt with the brunt of the worst parts of South Asian culture, that I'm like, you know what? The samosas aren't worth it. The langas and the samosas, you know what? I can get samosas at Trader Joe's for $3.99 now. I don't have to keep myself in this community or force myself to be around these people, because I don't, forget me, like, I'm an adult and I can just, like, you know, get on with my life, but I don't want my kids to have even, like, like an ounce of the bullshit rub off on them just because I'm trying to hold on to, like, langas. You know what I mean? Like, great, we have amazing clothes and we have great music and we have amazing food, but guess what? It's 2024. I can get that basically anywhere now, especially in Jersey. I don't have to sit here and put myself through any of it and let even like a 0.01% chance that my kids might have to like hear some ignorant commentary from someone who's my age who decided like they're better than everyone and they're going to judge the people around them the same way our parents' generation judges everyone around them. Like I just don't, I already like every day struggle With my self worth and with like what I what who do I want to be in this world? Like, some days I'm like, what am I doing? Like, it feels like I'm surviving most days. And the older I get, and like being in therapy and seeing like how much of the toxic, abusive shit has seeped into like every part of me, and like. And some, a lot of you who are listening will probably relate to this. I know because my DMs are full of you guys where we talk about this stuff. But like everything, my personality, the the job I ended up in, even the relationships we were in, like think of how many people on this show are just victims of narcissistic abuse. Because a lot of y'all are. If you're in therapy, you know that. If you're not, you'll find out. Um, or your parents just loved you and were like, you can marry whoever you want. I'm like, that's great. Amazing. I love that for you. Um, But there's a lot of you who didn't. I think that's the other thing. There's so many South Asians that like, they want to tell the immigrant story, but they're fully benefiting from it while ignoring the people who didn't just because it's uncomfortable. And it's like, I would do anything to scrape off like the impact of the years of bullshit. Like, I would peel my skin off if it meant I wouldn't have to, like, feel like every part of my personality was a result of, like, the things that we went through. And then you're in these rooms and spaces where the South Asians who are, like, benefiting from all of it don't want to be around someone who calls everything what it is. Like, They want to sugarcoat it. They want to, or the best part is they don't even want to address it, right? They're just like, oh, but like our culture is so important. And then the best part is it'll just be something about colonization. Because apparently, as long as you call it that, you don't have to look in the mirror and at the skeletons in the closet of your own culture. Like, just say it's colonization and then you can blame white people. And it's like, I don't want to be in that space anymore. Like, I don't have to sit there and be around people who are happy to ignore what so many, especially the women, like so many women in our culture go through. And then there's the men and women in our communities who just like don't care, but then like wanna like feed into like the, oh, but like lingas and big Indian weddings. And I'm like, I'm so fucking bored. Like you don't care about anything, but the things that benefit you here. And like, but like, you know, we're cycle breakers, right? They're the—they're all cycle breakers. And I'm like, gross. No, you're not. Because trust me, nobody wants to be a cycle breaker. It's like the worst thing ever. I would shed that again in a heartbeat if it meant I could just feel like a regular fucking person who can just go through life and be normal. And we already know I'm not normal. That's not a secret around here. Um, And just realizing like so much of that is just like because of all the bullshit that I went through. And I'm like, cool, this sucks. And so I don't know what that means for this podcast, because really this podcast has shown me like truly the best South Asians around. Like my guests, my listeners, like you guys are amazing and have always like made not just me, but other people who listen to the show knowing that they're not the only ones. But I think I've spent four years cultivating an audience that is understanding and also open to change. Um, And that includes change on this podcast, because I think that is going to happen eventually. It's already happening. Um, And I'm not sure what that's going to look like. I don't know but I think part of where the change is going to come from is from a point of just like, I don't know if I can be here anymore in terms of like, maybe it's the online space, but also sometimes the in-person space. Like sometimes you hang out with these people and you're like, my life is a joke. I always joke that like, I go see my parents and all the like stereotypical things brown parents do that are the worst they do within the first 10 minutes. But now it feels like that even happens when I'm around people my age. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but it is a lot of them. And I just, I think because I'm a little bit older now, I don't have the patience or the interest in putting up with it because I don't care what they think enough to want to be around them for more than like the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Or at all. I think that's the thing. It used to be, it went from trying to fit in or like trying to be there to bare minimum to now just like i'm good i'm gonna pass so there is that and i don't know let me know if you guys ever feel this way like i know like obviously most of you are just normal people who have like lives and jobs unlike me but like a lot of you are also like kind of to some extent probably see the uptick in like South Asian representation. And it's amazing. There's lots of great things that have come out of it. So many amazing artists and musicians and all of that. But then like, there's also like these other creators or other people that are trying to act like they can speak for the South Asian community, but like are actually just like not. Um, and so I think, I don't know how this show will change other than probably having fewer guests because I just don't have that kind of time anymore. Um, but we'll see. I love podcasting. And I love being here and I love you guys. Like you guys are the fucking coolest. Um, so hopefully you'll stick around for the ride and the journey. Um, if you're still here and listening, um, I'm also working through getting through the anonymous submissions box. Like that's kind of the suggestions box, request box, questions you want us to answer on the show. Um, I'm going to start going through as many of those as I can. So if you want to submit something in there, feel free to submit something. Um, It could be long, it could be short, it could be a question. If it is like a specific question, you got to give me some context. Um, Sometimes people will leave like one line. And I'm like, I don't know what this means. So give me something that makes sense that I can answer for you guys and I'll try to have, I think what you'll see more is more and more of my friends and also friends of the podcast, people you have already heard that will probably be brought on to have some of these conversations. Um, And more of my friends, whether they're South Asian or not, because what I have found is The best sounding board for advice has been people who can look from the outside in because they can keep it objective and they can call the crap for what it is instead of trying to like sugarcoat it. I'm not saying they are all going to be not brown. I mean, this is a South Asian podcast, but a little, you know, mixing it up around here because if anything, the show has been a representation a little bit of me and a lot of you guys and the lives you live. And we all live in a world where, or at least most of us, don't live in a bubble. And so you might see a little bit more of that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't really actually have a plan. I just need to vent today because I can't possibly be the only one. You know what I mean? Anyway, thanks for tuning in if you're still here. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Deshamazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at DeeshaMazepa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email BWWPSpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazepa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell.